We're going to start today off with an advertisement. If you have a stiff neck and you don't want to spend money, you don't want to buy anything because, you know, savings. You can get a tube sock and fill it with rice and you can microwave it and it acts like a little heating pad for your little ouchie spot. So I have a, a bad neck today and you know what I did? I got my rice bag, got my rice sock, <laughs> and we're going to be hopefully good as new here in a little bit. So anyways, that's just like a DIY, maybe as a DIY fact, as a DIY activity, build your own rice bag. That's worked for me for years. So shout out to my mom for this tip. I think it's a great adult tip, honestly. Anyways, let's get into the episode here. So I wanted to use this time to chat about seven lessons I learned from going back home. So I went back to North Carolina about a week ago now, about a week ago. Hopefully y'all got that reference. Anyways, I went back home about a week ago and there's a lot of things that kind of gut check to me, if I'm being honest. So it has been a full year since I've been back home and what started this whole revelation of thoughts was seeing my dog and maybe as crazy or weird as that seems, I don't know. I think dogs are like, are they're humans. Okay. And so seeing my little, my little Chihuahua and how she's declined so quickly really made me think about a lot of things about what's going to happen in another year. You don't know. So it really made me just want to be more in the moment and stop living life so fast and also just stopping so mean to myself. I think that's the biggest thing for me in the new year is stopping mean to myself, treat myself like a friend. Um, you know, I nourish my body and, and I do that right. But to my mind, I, I can be pretty hard on it sometimes. So I wanted to share with y'all seven things I learned. Hopefully y'all can kind of resonate or identify with some of this. Um, none of it's groundbreaking. None of it's scientific. This is just stuff you've already heard probably in your life, but I think it's good to hear it again. And so we'll start with number one, which is to slow down. Like actually slow the heck down. Kind of what I talked about a little bit ago. We live life so fast. Social media, just everything, like technology has just made everything so easy. We have everything at the tip of our fingers. And for me, it's always thinking about what can I do next? How can I be better? What am I going to learn next? And just making sure I'm always busy. And that's something I've always struggled with. It's just running, not physically. <laughs> We're still working on the running part. <laughs> That's been my Achilles heel since college. I I don't know, man. We'll get back eventually. We're on this journey. But like figuratively running, running through life. And so when I saw my dog and she's declined so fast within a year, she, you know, she can barely walk now. And she used to chase me around up and downstairs 
right before I dropped her off a year ago. And so I was like, you know what? I need to chill out. I need to, to slow down, be more appreciative of where I am right now, because what else is going to happen in a year? Right. And so it kind of goes into the next one of how can we slow, like what happens when we slow down? Number two, we are going to be more present. So be more present in conversations. So this can be picking out one to two things that you remembered about a conversation. Maybe you meet somebody new, remember their name. That's that's a hard thing to do. It just kind of goes in and out. And, you know, with, with being a coach, it's really important that you learn people's names and remember the small details about them. And so that's definitely something that I have gotten better at, but I still would like to improve upon because I still, you know, referring to the episode I did with Maureen, we give our clients our best selves. We have to give the, our loved ones our best selves too. And so it's kind of, like she said, so beautifully, we've got to find that fine balance of how do we give both? How do we give to both? Number three, this should probably have been number one, honestly, is don't work all the time. This kind of, these all kind of tie together, if I'm being honest, but it's something that I'm always doing. I am, I have my little side my little side things, my little side quests, I guess you could say, with my podcast and my Instagram. And I don't get paid for either of those. I, I do that out of my own joy. And sometimes it's not even joy. I, like the Instagram thing is great, but you got to be really careful with it. That's all I'll say is you can't let it take your happiness. You can't let it make you feel like garbage about yourself because a piece of content doesn't perform well, which is super easy to get in that headspace. So it's, it's, uh, you know, it's a whole other rabbit hole. We can go down sometime like the mental well-being around social media. Um, and so don't work all the time. When I was back home, I actually did it. I had a whole day where I, that was probably the first time I hadn't done something for my productivity in a very long time. I took a nap because I took a red eye. Okay. Those will destroy you. <laughs> but also traveling to the East coast is just, there's no good way to do it. Like I didn't want to spend a whole day of PTO traveling. So I took a red eye and then I took a two hour nap and I had this out of body experience. Like where the heck am I? You know, like when you can't wake up, have y'all ever had that when you're sleeping and you want to wake up, but you can't because your body won't move. Like you're almost awake. So that was where I was after that red eye. But I took a nap. I went on some walks. I pet horses, play with the dogs. And it was so nice to just not do or produce or be anything. And I think it's just really easy to get wrapped up in our everyday lives and our in our place where we live, it's just, this is our structure, our routine. But when you're out of that, it kind of gives you the opportunity to remove yourself from that structure and that routine. So that's something that I'd like to bring back to my life is having a day where I just don't produce, don't be uh, anything. 
And, you know, maybe I can get my chores done, but it doesn't mean I have to be working, for example. Number four, you're doing better than you think. That's a big one, especially when you move away as an adult. So moving in as an adult and starting over, you can feel pretty alone and you, you kind of forget what you had built in your previous area of living. And that doesn't mean that those people aren't there anymore. It's just you're focusing on rebuilding because this is your new physical space. And so you, you need those physical friendships as well. But going back home was so fulfilling because I had already created a life there. I built so much. I spent 28 years there. And that's 28 years of friendships from all over. And so it was really nice to go back and just kind of be, like, you know, bathe yourself in, in all this love and friendship. It was really nice. And so, you know, I still make sure I reach out to my friends and try to keep in touch as best I can. And, you know, they do the same, but it's hard when you don't see them all the time. So, so again, just reminding yourself that you're doing better than you think you have that Hopefully, I hope you do. But we all have more than we think. I think we tend to get in our own heads about that. If it's not there with us right now, it's like, what are we doing? So, especially as an adult, it's hard. Making friends is hard. Like, college was so easy. Everything was so easy. I don't don't know why I was so ready to graduate. So, y'all, just if you're having a hard time making friends, I'm there with you. And it comes slowly. It happens slowly over time. And it will happen. Five, make the damn time. This goes with number four. And again, kind of all the rest. But make the damn time. So this means make the time for yourself. Make the time to see your people. You know, going back home, I tried to see everybody. It was hard. I didn't get to see everybody I wanted. But I did my best. And I think just trying means something. And just making the time because you don't know the next time you're going to see these people, right? Is it going to be another year? What's going to happen in another year? So it's just kind of a food for thought. If you haven't reached out to one of your best friends in a while, maybe do it now. Because again, it's, it's easy to get wrapped up in your own life, but we need to maintain intent to those friendships and relationships as well. All right. Number six, fitness will always be there. This one is easier for me now. I'm pretty good about this. But I will say when I was in college coming home for the holidays, that was near impossible for me because all that I had in my mind was maintaining a certain body type, maintaining my routine, foods I ate, going to the gym, And it's kind of hard when you're out of that stable environment that you've created for yourself. That is your routine. If you're a creature of habit, it's kind of a shock when you leave it. When I would come home, I'd have a really hard time with just being and relaxing. And I think just allowing ourselves to, again, make the time to set aside for our family and friends and be more present with them rather than traveling to the gym, spending that time spending your energy there. There's other ways to do fitness. You can go on walks. 
you can do fun athletic things together. But I think if you're traveling, you know, if you're spending that time to travel to go somewhere, you should spend that time with those people you went to go see. And it doesn't mean you can't take care of yourself. You should absolutely still be active and move around in a way that feels good, but that doesn't have to be in a gym. But if, you know, if it isn't a gym, that's great. I'm very happy for you. I've done that too. I worked out with my family and it's, and it's good quality time, but it doesn't mean that has to be the center of your focus for that trip. And then lastly, this one really hit me. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Get a damn hobby. I am really impressed with most people I meet in Seattle. I feel like they all have 20 hobbies. And then I, I don't know. Also, I just don't know how people have time for them. I also think that working in fitness, when you have to be at your job for like a certain amount of, you know, a set amount of hours and a set amount of days, you can't really do that from home. So I just don't have time for hobbies, I guess. And then weekends, I'm tired. So it's something I'm working on, y'all. So a family member asked me what my hobbies are. And I'm like, well, I work and I work out and I go to hockey games. And I think that's like as good as I can do right now. And I also think we're in this, like, you know, young professional era of building a career, finding stability. So work is kind of the priority, but it should not be your whole life. And so again, this, again, these all tied it up together. And this is kind of a good one to end on. We, life is more than working, you know? So it's important to have other things that you enjoy doing, and especially with loved ones, like finding those shared interests or maybe learning about your partner's interests and kind of, you know, taking turns, doing each other's things, you know, could be really fun. And, and we've definitely worked on that, but it's definitely a goal of mine for the new year is to get more hobbies, like easy hobbies. So actually I've already started. So number one is reading books. I have this toxic habit, this toxic trait of buying books that look like they'd be really educational and great. And then I'll start them and then I just never pick it up again. So goal is to stop buying books and read the ones that I have. And then on top of that, I'm going to start knitting, which I'm pretty excited about. Because I think honestly, having small hobbies like that to do, you know, when you're at home, kind of to help unwind are really great instead of picking up the phone and scrolling. And I'm definitely very guilty of that, not going to lie. And then you're just kind of wired. And then, you know, if you're a content creator and you get all in your head about, oh, why is my post not performing well? It's just not what you want to think about before you go to bed. So second, let me just like go on a little bit. That does not dictate your worth or your you know, how smart you are, how good you are at your job. That's just how it is sometimes. And it'd be like that. So if you ever, if you ever need to feel better about yourself, just say be like that sometimes. And it just slaps a bandaid on <laughs> any problem you have. Um, but yeah, knitting is going to be my new activity. I'm pretty excited about that. So this is my challenge to you all listening. If you don't have a hobby, I think you should get one <laughs> because I need one too. Okay. So maybe that's something small like knitting, reading a book, maybe set some goals for yourself. And so I'd love to hear what your hobbies are. 
or maybe, you know, some goals that you have. So if any of y'all are listening, you want to share, maybe be like book accountability buddies. I would love that because um, I need an accountability buddy for reading. Like that's why people need personal trainers. I need like a, a personal trainer for reading. Let's be real. All right. Anyways, to kind of land land this episode, I just wanted to give y'all my love and appreciation. And I just appreciate everybody who tunes in and listens, takes the time because I know there's just so many podcasts. How do you stand out? Right? So we're doing that one, one episode at a time. And I appreciate y'all supporting me and helping me grow, um, getting my, my message out there and just building community through really important conversations. And so if you like this episode today, please make sure you subscribe to the channel. I'm also on YouTube so you can see these videos and spread the word of my little podcast. And of course, I would never be mad with a five-star review. And I just hope y'all got something out of this today. And I hope y'all have a good and happy holidays.